Welcome to this episode of BPB Knows. Today, BPB Knows International M&A Transactions. Our expert is Tony Huber, who's an associate director in our tax practice and is very experienced with these kinds of complicated deals. Thanks for joining us. Tony, tell us a little bit about the types of companies that you work with that have cross-border M&A issues. Well, in our practice, um, we deal with uh, anything from small uh, family family-owned businesses in uh, based in foreign countries where the or the um, the owners are f- uh, foreign nationals with the U.S. interests or uh, anything from, to large large international corporations buying and selling inbound and, and uh, outbound deals. Now, are there is there a lot of that kind of business here in Florida? Yes, international is huge in the southeast, especially in Florida. A lot of a lot of inbound and outbound. Uh, the investments in Flor- you know, into flowing into Florida have been have been huge. Is the is the type of transactions that you're doing are they originating in any particular countries or is it really just all over the board? A lot of European countries for uh, say manufacturing, it's usually something like Canada or Mexico, but a lot of a lot of European countries right now, UK, Germany. Israel, you know, there are a lot of we have a lot of friendly treaties with with um, those those countries, and usually a, a deal can be driven based on a, a favorable treaty. So, what's the process like when a a company wants to buy an entity in the United States? Do they usually do they come to you when they have money and they're looking for something to do, or do they already have a target in place? What's the usual process? Usually, they'll have a target already picked out or might not have a price agreed upon or a letter of intent. The initial conversations with the, the seller or buyer, depending on which side we're on, if we're on buy side or sell side, the term sheet, uh, letter of intent, There's sometimes there's a confidential information memorandum if it's being uh, shot by a bank. So we, we usually, it, it's after a target has been identified and then we do the diligence and help with a write-up and the purchase of a specific target. Talk a little bit about the type of work you do when you're on the buy side of a deal. Buy side, the majority of the work and the most important is the diligence to make sure that the company that our client is, is buying is, uh, especially with taxes, because taxes can have a really long tail on them. And a lot of taxes can't be what we call representations and warranties in, in the purchase agreement. A lot of those can't completely be warranted away. So tax is really important in diligence and, and buy side due diligence is probably the most important part of, of, of M&A altogether. Are there common issues that you run into on the buy side that are tax related or is every deal different and unique? Well, there there are certain things to look at if it, you know, S corporations, a lot of uh, smaller, the smaller, generally the smaller a company is the kind of the worst of the tax accounting and compliances and strategic planning. And a lot of smaller family owned businesses are S corp corporations. And it's, it's really easy to, to terminate an S election without, without knowing about it. That's probably the most common thing. How about on the sell side? When you're on that side of the deal, what are some of the common issues? Sell side is really about on the flip side of the buy side diligence is making sure that you can show that the company's had proper records, doesn't have risks um, and exposures that you, know, you, you want to be sure to be clear about any exposures, known or unknown, at least at least in terms of what can be warranted away. So it's it's a lot of times it's about just making sure to address any risks and exposures and making sure they're fixed or there can be some kind of agreement or price adjustment made based on negotiations. Mm. So what's the first thing that you do when you have a, a client that comes to us and, and needs your help? What are the first couple things that you look for? We, we like to know about the target. If it's a transaction, normally, you know, normally we do transactions. We do other 
structuring and other things too. But normally when there's a identify target, we want to know as much about the target as possible and about the client's risk tolerance and goals. And, and there are varying levels of risk tolerance, you know, from pr private equities, some are very tight on that. Some are very loose on, on risk, on being risk averse. So um, you need to know the risk profile of your client and also uh, as much as you can about the target. And when the money's coming in internationally, the money or the, the potential buyer is international. Are there things that are that can be taken care of at certain times in the deal that make the tax treatment more favorable for the buyer or the seller? Yeah. And that, that's uh, one of the complications of that once you go cross border is that the taxing, uh, you know, you're dealing with the U.S. US country taxation, the, the foreign local country taxation and treaties between the two. So there, and a lot of those have different deadlines. It's important to get all the information up front and plan and diagram out the transaction timing to satisfy all the different statutes and filing deadlines. Uh, how do you personally keep on top of all of the rules for all these different countries where our clients come from? We're constantly taking, you know, CPE, CLE, and seminars. I'm actually going to PLI, the Practicing Law Institute Big M&A Conference in New York next week. That's always been my favorite. It's, it's pr probably the biggest one. They do change constantly. I mean, almost sometimes almost weekly. So, and especially even lately, you know, the hurricane, all these extensions, everything came out day by day. You just have to keep up with it. So if a, if a client or a, a prospect comes to you and says they want to do a deal, what are the first one or two things that you tell them to keep in mind? The first technical thing would be whether they prefer stock to buy the stock or the assets of the target. Sometimes they'll have a strong preference one way or the other, and sometimes they want to be told what the benefits are. So let's say, do you want to buy the stock or the asset? What's your price? Then again, the uh, risk tolerance discussion. Do you enjoy doing this kind of work? Oh yeah, I've been doing it uh, 21 years. I've been doing M&A tax since uh, I got out of law school. Uh, to our audience, Tony is just one of our many international tax experts that we have here at Berkowitz Pollock Brand. We do a lot of these kind of deals and we are here to help you. So thanks for joining us today. If you have topics or questions that you'd like us uh, to cover or things that we can help you with, please don't hesitate to contact us by email at bpvnose at bpbcpa.com. We will see you next time.